You're listening to Comedy Central. Please welcome Ashley Graham. Welcome Isn't this nice? This is nice. Hi, this guys. Is... This is nice because we we met a while ago, and uh, I said to you, "Are you going to come on the show?" And you said yes, and then you walked away, and I was like, "She's not coming to the show." And here I am. Here you are. Thank you very much for being here. <laughs> Congratulations, coming back for another season of America's uh, Next Top Model. That's, That's right. an exciting one. Is this going to be the first one where you are on the same season as Tyra now? The same season as Tyra. Is that is that a little? The bit... Queen is back, and the whole time I was sitting next to her, so it was Drew, Tyra, me, and then Law Roach. And I'm taking notes. I'm trying to get as close to her as possible, just to like <laughs> get her energy on me as much as I could. Right. She has turned into an amazing mentor. I mean, I could call her right now and be like, "What?" business decision should I make in this particular move? And right. she'd be like, well, this is what I did. This is what you should do. Here's the mistakes I made, and this is where I thrived. Wow. So you yeah, could, she's you great. Could, so you could just call her and say anything. Like, could you just call her and be like, so Trevor wants to have, like, drinks with you or something? Yeah. <laughs> like, any call. Wow, that's, uh -huh. in, that's insane. We should try that. Do you like um, girls that are taller? <laughs> do you like taller girls? I, I, I don't know if she's taller than me. She is. She... <laughs> she is. The, uh, let's, if you're uh... into that. <laughs> Let's talk about the book. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about the book. Um, yeah, the book is coming out in paperback, which is really yes. cool. Uh, it's, uh, the title of the book is A New Model, right? And uh, what you talk about in the book is confidence, beauty, and power, and what they really look like. Yeah. You've been on a journey that uh, has been one that I think you've shared with many people in America, and that has been the journey of a curvy woman trying to find her place in, not just in modeling and in fashion, but in society. In the world, yeah. I have been told I'm not good enough because of my thunder thighs. I've been told I wasn't going to get covers of magazines because I was too curvy, too loud, too tall, too outspoken. So many different things about right. me that weren't good enough. And the more I persevered and the more that I said, oh, really? Well, I'm going to keep working hard because that's the kind of family that I come from. I don't take no for, for an answer. And I finish what I started. Then you can have whatever you want as long as you know that your dreams are attainable. And, and you, you didn't just work hard at it. You had to work hard against an industry that in many ways told you you didn't belong. How do, yes. like, how does modeling deal with that paradox? Because it feels like one. It's like modeling goes like, this is what modeling is. Right. And now there are new voices coming forward saying, no, this is not what modeling is should be about. Well, we've had so many different generations of models, right? right? It's always been about, like, the body or the... Now it's really about activism uh -huh. and also Instagram numbers, right. unfortunately. But it just is what it is. Um, so now you're seeing models standing up that are talking about something that they really believe in. And I want women of all shapes, sizes, and races to know that I had to go through some ugly times in the fashion industry, just like so many other women that have gone through different roads and paths in their own careers to get to where I am today. Right. And you can have whatever you want. You just have to really believe in yourself. And I talk about it in my book, I hit really low times in my life where I thought I wasn't good enough. I was in a terrible relationship where right. my boyfriend chased me around the kitchen with a butcher knife and I still stayed with him because my confidence was so low. And it's in those moments that I share with with the reader and I let them know I was just like you. I hated who I was, but you can have whatever you want. And I had to explain that to the people in the modeling industry. And I think explaining myself, telling my truth and really truly who I am is what got me to where I am today. Because now people want to hear 
from models. We're not just silent, pretty little girls anymore. Wow. We're big, bold women who have something to say. You don't just have something to say. You, you also say it loudly and beautifully. I mean, there were, there were a few sections in the book that really touched me. I mean, like, um, one of these is, is really impressive. I, I enjoyed this because it was something different I'd never heard, and that was... Thanks for reading my book. <laughs> in the last... <laughs> you say, in the last few years, I've become an icon for curvy women, an example of how to be big and beautiful. In 2016, I was named Glamour Woman of the Year for being a body activist. In 2015, I was called on to be a true expert in my field when I gave my very first TEDx talk, Plus Size, More Like My Size. That's an interesting title because people wrestle with that quite a bit. They go like, is it plus size? Is it curvy? Is it like, wh what are people supposed to be saying? But I love <laughs> that you said my size. Right, because people have always put a label on me and that label has always been plus size. But if you look at the average size American woman, she is a size 14. Right. So why are we categorizing women because of the number inside of their pants? We don't need to do that. We don't do that to men. So... Fortunately, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to ask you what your name would be. <laughs> I'm just saying I have some junk. That's all I'm saying. You heard it here first, people. So, so... Okay, so I... Yes, I thought it was very important to talk about how I don't want to be labeled because of the number side of my pants. You shouldn't either. Right. When you, when you look at the labeling and when you look at the stigma that comes with it, how would you respond to somebody that says, but then, Ashley, why not just get out of modeling? Why, why go into an industry that's going to make it hard for you to be yourself? Well, I didn't, I didn't go seek modeling. Modeling found me. And it was really interesting. I was in a mall in Nebraska at 12 years old, and it just kind of started to happen, and it stuck. And it was something that made me feel like I had like something tangible. Like I knew that this was something that I wanted to do. I right. just didn't know how successful I was going to be. And I didn't get into modeling to feel pretty, get rich, or get famous. I got into modeling because basketball, soccer, and volleyball didn't really work out in high school. <laughs> so, um, but I always tell young girls, if you think any of those things are gonna happen to you, they're not. Because fame is sheer luck. You could make a lot of money and then spend it all and then bye-bye because right. nobody teaches you any of that. And if you think that it's going to make you feel pretty, it's only going to make you feel worse. So, yeah, people ask me, why did I just not give up? Because I was raised to finish what you start. And the moment that I actually heard the first young girl come up to me and say, you changed my life. You changed my life by posting a photo of yourself without airbrushing your cellulite in a bikini. I was like, people care about that? Right. I had no idea. I mean, I knew that people knew that I had confidence and that it was, it, was, it was contagious in a way. But to be able to talk to millions of people and say, your cellulite, your back fat, the cellulite on your arms, it doesn't matter. Who cares? Don't let society change your view of who you are. Right. You have to be true to who yourself, yourself. That kept me going. Let me ask you this. I... Like, I know that, like, I, I haven't been immune to, it, uh, immune to it in my life. Many guys have also had our perceptions of women shaped by what we've seen, what we've grown up seeing, you know? Um, whether it's making jokes about fat women, whether it's perceiving what a fat woman is or how she should be seen. Mm -hmm. Have you found that your job or you being a model and being a model the way you have been has changed the way men perceive beauty as well? I think that there's been definitely a conversation that has even just gone beyond what you always heard, like, oh, men don't like women without meat and bones. Right. And it's like, but I think that men all have different types and tastes, and it's not really about what they like. Right. Because who cares what men like? It's about how you feel, right? Right. Right? So, just saying. So I've always 
been told I have to look good for a man because that's just how I was raised in a, in a very small town kind of mentality. And the moment that I let all of that go and I said, well, I don't care. And it's not really going to be about this and it's going to be about this. Mm-hmm. My sexy, fine husband came into the picture and saw, <laughs> saw me for me, you know? And I think that that's, that's what women have to understand is it's not about looking good for a man. It's not about fitting into a stereotype for a guy. It's really about being true to who you are. One last um, uh, passage from the book that um, really got to me was a beautiful one. You said, I owe a special debt of gratitude toward women of color for whom my body type as a standard of beauty is not unique. For many black and brown people, curves have long been desirable. Why was that important for you to include in the book? Well, I have recognized over and over and over again that, first of all, I'm not the first plus-size, curvy, curve. I mean, whatever you want to call me, uh, model to make it or to be on the cover of any magazine. But I am the first one to have, I do have first, yes. But women of color for centuries have had my body type. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden it's like, Nurika, a white woman with curves. (gasps) Let's put her on a pedestal and see what she has to say about feeling good in her skin. Well, when all of these women of color have felt just gorgeous in their skin and they've been praised for being curvy and I wanted to make it very clear I'm not trying to take anybody and and say well you know this is my body and I love it um, and it's the new kind of body and the right, new kind right, of sexy because right. that's not it this it's this, been a sexy it's been a sexy for centuries and I wanted to let those women know like I see you I respect you and thank you for paving the way for me thank you so much for being on the show wonderful to finally have you here The new season of America's Next Top Model premieres January 9th at 8 p.m. on VH1, and the book, A New Model, is available now. Ashley Graham, everybody. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, ears edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.